The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're thankful for the reasons It's the best part of the fall The crossover of seasons Football and basketball So grab yourself a pumpkin brew Or beverage of your choice All the best smelling wildcats Are here with Bosco's boys Oh, don't you know Thank you. Thank you very much. Giving. Boom, the boys are back, and I am fresh off uh, the trip to Las Vegas to see the Jerome Tangled Wildcats struggle big time versus USC. We'll talk more about that tomorrow, as well as, uh, you know, looking forward to the next two home non con games as well. Um, all in all, there's no place I won't go uh, to go see the Wildcats. I will say I'm not like a massive Vegas guy. That was my first trip. It was fine. It was fine. Uh, but not not necessarily someplace I'll be itching to go to again. Uh, lots of early morning flights, taking care of stuff, getting back here. So now it's time to talk about K-State Baylor. Um, before we do, before we talk about Chris Kleiman's press conference, K-State KU, the Sunflower Showdown next weekend, put on a six-day window. Uh, so we'll have to wait till Saturday or Sunday to get kickoff time for that one. K-State kicking off with Baylor in the afternoon, afternoon game on ESPN+. Plus. Thank you, Baylor, for being bad, I guess. <laughs> Um, yeah, so K-State, Baylor, 2 p.m. on ESPN+. Plus. KU, Texas Tech, 11 a.m. FS1. Oklahoma State, UCF, 2.30 on ESPN. 6 o'clock on Fox, West Virginia going to Oklahoma. Fox Sports 1, Cincinnati at Houston. ABC, we got Texas going to TCU. And Iowa State at BYU, 9.15, Big 12 after dark. 
let's see. Uh, again, I'm, I'm recording this Tuesday evening. Had to take care of a lot of stuff when I got back into town. Uh, but K-State still ranked in the college football playoff poll, sitting at 25. Look, I think that is well-deserved. Uh, you look at a lot of computer-based power rankings, uh, folks who do their own power rankings and really uh, take analytics, take stats and all that. A lot of them have K-State anywhere from 10. Josh Pate has K-State at 10. Um, a lot of the other uh, analytics-focused fo- uh, guys have us around 15. SP Plus, I think, have, have us at 15. So, look, um, as much as that sucked, and boy, it did suck, um, you know, uh, I, I still think this is a good team. And Chris Kleiman uh, talked about it. That's kind of how he ended his press conference, and we're going to get there in a second. So, while I'm still discouraged about it, and quite frankly, uh, you could tell Chris Kleiman, Will Howard, Kobe Savage, Hayden Gillum, uh, you could tell those guys are still really ma- uh, mad about it too. Will Lee was also in the uh, uh, player breakouts. Uh, they didn't ask him questions about the mood. Um, I'm sure he's still upset about it too. So that gives me a little bit of worry, but we're going to talk about it here momentarily. Before we do, how about we talk about Manhattan Brewing Company? I'm going to stop in there. I'm going to get a couple pints on Friday before I head over to Bramlage Coliseum. And then I'm going to take a couple four-packs back to Topeka to share with my family. Uh, and then, hell, we'll probably uh, you know take a couple crowlers to the game on Saturday afternoon. That's right. I'm going to be, I'm going to be wearing out I-70 going both directions Friday and then coming back on Saturday. Uh, and, heck, even I-70 to Topeka from uh, Johnson County. But that's not what this is about. This is about Manhattan Brewing Company. Folks, it doesn't matter how the basketball season started. They have Tang Party back. Forget that it's named after our man Jerome Tang, who will win us a national title before his time in Manhattan is done. Jerome Tang will be a national championship coach for K-State. But he has an absolutely delicious beer named after him. So until he starts cutting down the nets, that's a pretty damn fine uh, accomplishment for a uh, second-year coach. Get in there, try Tang Party, get a townie wheat, taste a couple beers, figure out what you want to take to your tailgate, figure out what you want to take home with you. And again, make that part of your Bramlage trek all season long. You know, there's no tailgating for basketball. So you grab a couple pints down on points and then head over to Bramlage Coliseum. Shouts Manhattan Brewing Company, the best brewery in the state of Kansas. All right, let's get to uh, Chris Kleiman's press conference. Um, he talked about how there was a lot of pride in the team and said that, hey, not too many teams in the country could go down 17 to nothing, 27 to 7, and uh, battle back. And he feels that they should have won this game. He calls Texas, hey, they're one of the five best teams in the country, which I agree with. And then he said on multiple occasions, hey, we feel like we should have won the game. I, so I'm going to say this. Um, I'll probably not try not to repeat it. Before I watched his press conference and before I watched the player breakouts, shout out to Go Powercat, they had it up on YouTube for me to watch. Uh, I was thinking, all right, we're going to blow them out. I'm probably still going to pick it, stay to the end of the show to hear my score prediction. 
But I, I'm a little worried. I, I feel like they're still kind of talking so much about, hey, we should have won that game versus Texas. Um, I'm just a little surprised. I'm a little surprised how forward they were about this on Tuesday. Again, if they said that on Sunday, and heck, a lot of schools do their press on Monday, uh, you know, that all would have been fine. But again, being so forward on the front foot kind of doesn't worry me, but my antenna is up. Um, he, he did, you know, he, he went on, like I said, the, the exact wording he was, hey, we had them on the ropes while they were at home. Uh, and, and you have to bounce back from that. Again, he, he says similar things after uh, every loss that K-State's had. But the, the how forward, oh, we had them on the ropes. Hey, we should. I mean, I don't know. It just felt a little different to me. The one thing that makes me very happy, Chris Kleiman is usually pretty uh, transparent. You know, he'll... Uh, I don't think he's ever come out and said, hey, you know, we've had a bad start to the week of practice. Uh, but you can tell, hey, if Monday, if Sunday and Monday didn't go well, he says, hey, you know, moving forward, rest this week, we need to have a good week of practice. No, he was glowing when he said how good Sunday and Monday went for the team. So if that's truly the case, that does dampen my my worry a little bit, which is good. Um, asked about, you know, hey, how do you keep the team motivated now that you're seemingly a long shot getting back to Arlington, Chris Common said, hey, we still have a lot of story left to write, which is 100% true. Folks, I, I don't know if this, and, and I say this a little bit later, I, I don't know if it's a good thing the way the schedule was arranged. I don't know if it was what was best for K-State. But the fact that you're in this situation, you're down a little bit, and you get a bad Baylor team coming to K-State, a game that should be an easy win, that should be a dominating win, and then you have your two biggest rivalries uh, to end the season where you can have a 9-3 and regular season, where you can set yourself up to probably be a top 20 team going into bowl season. Uh, I don't, I mean, look, I don't know. The, the AP poll and the coaches poll, since they're the only two who do postseason poll, College football playoff doesn't do a postseason poll. Um, but I, I I think that this team still can be a top 25 team in one of those polls. I, look, I think, I think if K-State wins out, if K-State wins the next three, I think we're going to go into bowl season with the college football playoff poll being a top 20 team. Um, so I'm just going to say, hey, look, we can still be a top 20 team. We can still have a 10-win season. This can still be a very good season. So Chris Kleiman talking about how we still have a lot of story to be written. I totally, totally, totally agree with him. Lots of praise for the pass protection. The second half said that was very good. Help lead to that passing uh, onslaught. A lot of praise for Will Howard as well. Then he went through to talk about uh, Jace Brown, talked about Phillip Brooks, talked about Ben Sennett, talked about uh, Keegan Johnson, and and really ran down the pre- uh, pass catchers and gave great praise to each one of them individually. And again, if you're you know we're, we're far enough removed, and, and this isn't moral victories. This is just trying to analyze what happened and uh, look forward. For the final four games of the season, so three plus the bowl, 
uh, does give you a lot more confidence. And if you can have a similar type of performance from the pass catchers uh, versus Baylor here on Saturday, all of a sudden you're thinking, all right, you know, would have been nice to get it going a little earlier in the season, but there, there's nothing to turn your nose up at. Again, we on this show, I've been saying for a long time, um, I, I said, hey, it would be disappointing not to get to Arlington. That is the ultimate goal. Uh, but, you know, a 10-win season, 10-4, and four, top 20 type of season, that's what we expect. That is the expectation for the season. That is the pass-fail mark. That is all still there for us. And if you get those wide receivers, if you can get Jace Brown going like that, if you can get Keegan Johnson going like that, if you can get Phillip Brooks making plays, and then if you can just have Ben Sennett be healthy and be Ben Sennett, then, folks, uh, the final four games are going to be a lot of fun in the passing game. Uh, he did say having that uh, offense or that passing breakthrough was good for giving the confidence to all the folks in the passing game, which is true. Uh, did mention this, and I didn't know it. Um, Baylor's 2-0 and conference games on the road. Did anyone know that? It's a little surprising to me. Um, there, there's a great breakdown on Blake Shapin. Uh, he made his first start versus K-State. Uh, so Chris Kleiman, you know, gushed about Blake Shapin. Uh, said that, hey, he's evolved. He's a runner. Uh, K-State's going to have their hands full with him. I'm just going to say this. If, if we have our hands full, uh, something went wrong. Something went wrong. Uh, Jake Clifton playing almost exclusively at the mic now. He's now listed as the starting mic linebacker. Says they're able to do that because Austin Moore and Des Purnell can go almost the full game on the outside. I think that's what we always should have done. Again, Austin Romain didn't play bad. He didn't cost anything, but Jake Clifton needs to be a starter. He needs to be playing 90% of the snaps if he can go. A lot of praise for Will Howard getting his competitive edge back. Uh, Chris Clemmon just said, hey, Will Howard's back. Uh, he had a very good game versus Texas. And and I honestly, folks, I my dream is that he just goes off. I hope he just balls like crazy the next four games and he can get back in the NFL draft conversation. Um, we're not going to deep dive it now, but it's going to be interesting to see how everything is handled at the quarterback position this upcoming offseason uh, because I don't see a scenario where Avery Johnson and Will Howard come back. We won't worry about that today, uh, but I, I need Will Howard to go off just big time in these final four games and get himself on some NFL draft boards. Uh, this one made me roll my eyes. Chris Kleiman was asked about you know deferring versus taking the ball and all that type of stuff, and he says it's all 100% based on the wind. And he says it's not about, you know, feeling good about your offense, starting hot or anything. He's like, it's all about the wind. And I'm I'm besides myself, folks. I really hope that isn't the case. Because K-State has not played in a game this season that the wind should be dictating that at all. I hope he's just saying that. I, I hope there's something more to his decisions than just the wind. If that's true... I don't even know, folks. <laughs> I don't. I. I don't even know. Um, that was like one of the most puzzling things I've heard Chris Kleiman say in his press conferences ever. Uh, talked about Parrish playing a little bit more inside. Talked about rotating the corners more. He says that he wants Keenan Garber, Will Lee, and Jacob Parrish to all be playing around the same snaps. 
a lot of high praise for all three of those guys. Um, a lot of praise for Will Lee and especially how he plays against the run. Will Lee was asked about that a little bit later. That That's a lot of fun. Will Lee has been a fun guy to watch. Um, with a lot of guys, I think fans always do this. I think maybe we hyped him up a little bit early. Uh, he still has two years of eligibility if he wants it. Um, I think by the end of that, he can be an all-Big 12 guy. Um, it took him a while to get into it, but I think he's going to be a weapon next year. Um, talking about the punt block, this is wild. He's like, yeah, if we didn't have assignment breakdowns, if we didn't have um, you know, our own mistakes, we would have gotten three. He said our own errors resulted in not getting at least one more and probably two. And he said the final one is the one that he really thought they should have got as well. How wild would that have been if they ended up grabbing three block punts? The other thing, uh, this is, this is well, no, before we get to this, he said, hey, our program is in very good shape. We're a very good football team. And then he kind of noted out how Oklahoma State, you know, we played bad and we had the ball in the 30, down eight late in the game, could have tied it, top 15 team on the road. 60-plus yard field goal, top 15 on the road. And then overtime with the top six team. I, I don't know where Texas checked in at the uh, college football playoff. He's like, hey, took them to overtime. He's 100% right. That's why the analytics of us, that's why folks who actually look at resumes really like what Case has been able to do. Um, so I got that out of the way. Now, uh, I don't want to talk about this, but he said before OT even started, he said that they're going to try to win. It doesn't matter what the situation was if they won the toss. Um, he said they're going to go for it, goal to go, anything inside of eight. That just frustrates me like all hell. Go back to the game review if you want to hear what I said. I, I He said, oh, we're gassed, all this type of stuff. I, look, Texas had to play in that exact same heat, same situation. I know home team, some more players, but I, I don't even know, guys. I... I, that that just is flabbergasting. Um, and he defended uh, his decision, you know, to go for it in the overtime and to kick it in the fourth quarter multiple times. So I mean, hey, it's whatever. I disagree with it, um, but it is what it is. Uh, player press conference, not a lot of stuff. A lot of the only we can control uh, what we can control. Uh, coach speak from the players. Uh, a lot of them were asked how the mood was. Uh, you know, a lot of folks just saying, hey, hurting, but you got to bounce back. The only real thing I took away from Will Howard was how his face lit up and how excited he was to talk about Keegan Johnson finally having a big game. Hopefully, again, we have four games left in the season. I don't know if Keegan Johnson can completely redeem his season these final four games, but if he goes off, if he has, you know, if we go 4-0 and Keegan Johnson grabs a couple touchdowns, uh, you know, 300 or so yards uh, with two or three touchdowns in the final four games, I mean, that, that, would, that would at least give him a shot to redeem the season so far. Uh, Hayden Gillum said, hey, part of the reason why they were able to come back is they never lost sight of the one-play-at-a-time mentality. Say so college football is a long game each game. So momentum can get you going. Just got to keep it one play at a time. Kobe Savage saying, hey, we should have had three more takeaways. Yes, should have. 
um, said that they're working on that practice. So, hey, maybe look for more takeaways uh, versus Baylor. And then Will Lee just talked about playing with a lot of confidence, and that's because uh, the coaches have put him in a situation where he can make big plays. So, again, nothing crazy from the players, uh, but you could tell when they were asked about it, uh, I think that Texas game is still front of mind for them. I, I hope they figure it out. I hope they shed that a little bit. Uh, but it's quite obviously front of mind. So we'll see how things go on Saturday. Um, before we talk about what's on the line, what I'll be looking for, Charlie Hustle. They just dropped the double team, Gra- Gabby Gregory and Aoka Lee. Or no, not double team, double trouble. Excuse me, double trouble t-shirts. The Mr. Big Shot Tyler Perry shirt and King Arthur shirt for Arthur Kaluma as well. So get over there, get your K-State basketball NIL shirts while you still can. And while you're over there, do a little bit of Christmas shopping. Find something for your loved one. Find something for your sibling, for your parents. Look, even if they're not sports fans, they have some incredible Kansas City landmark stuff and the famous Kansas City heart shirts and crewnecks. Get yourself some. It's actually super nice this week, uh, but it's going to get chilly again. Make sure you have your fleece. Make sure you have your pullovers. Make sure you have your K-State bomber jacket. I saw so much Charlie Hustle out in Las Vegas by K-State fans. Look, Charlie Hustle's taking over the game. Get on or get left behind. Charlie Hustle, vintage made fresh. All right, so how is this team going to bounce back? Again, I thought it was going to be a given. It does seem like this Texas game is lingering more than the losses usually do. So it's going to be something that uh, you got to be on the lookout for. I, I wish it wasn't. I wish we didn't have to talk about it. Obviously, I wish we would have won. I don't like how it seems like this is still front of mind for the team. Don't love that. Um, you couple that with the obvious disappointment of being all but out of the Big 12 title contender race. I mean, you got to see how it bounced back. I, I talked about it earlier Um I don't know if the schedule worked out well or what, but for the given situation, you have a team you should be able to kick their ass. You should be able to dominate Baylor. Um, and then you have your two biggest rivalry games. I I really think that that is set up so the disappointment of this Texas game can't beat you more than that one game. So in that sense, I, I do think it works out. So... Uh, you know, they're coming home and look, they've dominated basically any game that wasn't on the road versus a top 15 team. So if, if you let Baylor stick around in this game, I think the only thing that will prove to me is that they really let this Baylor or that Texas game linger too much. If they don't cover the spread, which is over 20 points, this is a 10 point game. Um, they let this Texas game linger way too much. I hope that isn't the case. Like I said, looking ahead now, Arlington's out of the picture. But you also, all that said, again, I, I don't think they're looking ahead. I think they're still looking behind them. I wrote this part out before I listened to the press conference. I said, don't look ahead to the KU game. Well, I think th- I think their head is still stuck behind, so I'm not as worried about this. But some of the guys might be looking ahead to it. Again, you have the longest winning streak in the history of the Sunflower Showdown still going. It is active. Um, KU is probably, if they don't lose to Texas Tech, they're probably going to be in the top 15 next week. 
So it's going to be another top 15 road game. So And it's the Sunflower Showdown. So there's going to be all that stuff going on. Um, so look, I, I mean, I think the fans will be looking ahead. I think once the fans kind of move on from the disappointment from Texas and then the USC basketball game, I think the attention is going to skip over the two basketball games that will occur. Bef- uh, well, I guess they're going to be going to the Bahamas here soon. Uh, but regardless, I think all the focus here soon is going to be on K-State, KU basketball. So we'll see what happens. Um, I don't want them looking ahead, but I would like it if they kind of got their head out of the past. Um, Keep losing, teams losing. Again, Baylor, weirdly enough, you know, they have the two road wins. They're 2-0 on the road. They've only played two road games to this point. Um, But you got to keep them losing. They dropped an overtime game versus Houston. But I mean, I mean, what what's their record? They're three and six, so they have to win out to get to a bowl game. But the only, you know, they had the Ma- miracle of Magic Kingdom at USC or UCF. They had a three point win at Cincinnati. So again, not impressive road games by any means. But two and zero on the road, regardless. Uh, so keep keep losing teams losing, but. Also break their 2-0 run on the road. You just can't let them into this game. Don't let them believe even for a second. And then the other thing, uh, also timeout. K-State just kicks the crap out of them. Is it Grim Reaper time for Dave Aranda? Could Dave Aranda be getting the act soon? Stay tuned. And then the final thing. I'll be interested to see the crowd. 2 p.m. Weather should be nice. I keep saying this, but I guess I haven't looked specifically for Manhattan on Saturday. But 2 p.m. game, coming off a devastated loss. I mean, they sold 52,000-plus tickets, so it's not a ticket situation. But it will be the fan buy-in. Yeah, Saturday, 62 degrees. It's going to be perfect fall day. So are you going to have issues with Fan buy-in, bouncing back from that loss. How's the crowd going to look? Are they going to be into it? Uh, If it isn't a blowout in the first half, are they going to come back for the second half? I don't know. I'll be keying in on it. The other things I'll be keying in on are our four keys to V. Uh, The first one is going to be start fast, get up early, and get up big. Make this game resemble TCU and Houston, not UCF and Texas Tech. Baylor's not a good team. This is a team we should dominate. Do not, do not, do not, do not ever let this game get close. Score early, score often, stop them, score again. Get up 21 in the first quarter. The second one is reestablish the run. It got completely shut down versus Texas. Completely shut down versus Texas. Uh, And I think you're going to need that running game to win the two rivalry games to end the season. Uh, so you got to get right versus Baylor and run all over them. Now, I still want to see the f- pass get going. I want to see kind of 50-50. Let's see 250 through the air, 250 on the ground. The next one, hit Blake Shapin or any quarterback who takes a snap for Baylor in this game. Make them see ghosts. Get to the quarterback, hit them legally, but be on them all game long. And then the final one, be perfect in the kicking game. I'm not spazzing out about it. I'm not spazzing out. Tenet was perfect 
in October. He hit a 45-yarder to go to overtime. Uh, Plattner and uh, uh, Bloomer, they've been perfect. They've never had a missed snap hold exchange until that Texas game. I don't think it's going to happen again. Uh, but just have a perfect night there. Just get the confidence back. So those are my four keys to V. Be perfect in the kicking game. Hit the Baylor quarterbacks, especially shaping if he's running. Reestablish a run and start fast. Get up early and get up big. The two players I'm going to say are going to click. My picks to click. DJ Giddens. Uh, after the entire you know running back room got shut down last week, I think he's going to go over 125 all purpose, not all purpose, 125 yards from scrimmage. He's not going to return anything. So, all you know, all purpose doesn't matter. But he's going to have 125 yards from scrimmage between rushing and receiving. He's going to get back into the pay dirt at least once. And then Brendan Mott, I, I feel like he's had a, a, a very good last couple games. I think he's going to keep that momentum going uh, versus Baylor and through the final uh, two regular season games into the bowl week as well. So those are my picks to click Brendan Ma and DJ the Blue Jay Giddens. All right, let's get to game predictions presented by Manhattan Brewing Company. Look, my picks are bad. I have been struggling. But no matter what you pick at Manhattan Brewing Company, it is a winner. Get over there. Get a couple pints before the K-State basketball game on Friday. Get a couple pints before you go to the Bill Snyder Family Stadium on Saturday. Manhattan Brewing Company. The best brewery in the state of Kansas. All right, I went six and nine last week. The Boneheads went eight and seven. That means the Boneheads are officially one game in front of me. Uh, so let's get things going. Texas Tech at KU. Uh, I'm going with KU, so are the Boneheads, but I'm going to say look out. Um, Texas Tech got Morton back. I think, uh, I mean, we're going to see what happens for Texas Tech. I think they have the ability to score on KU. We'll see what happens. Not a sold-out stadium. Uh, 11 a.m. game. I, I think it'll be a library. So we'll see what Tech can do. But I am going to pick KU. Partly because, I, you know what? Let them get to top 15. You know, get another top 15 win for Chris Kleiman. We got Oklahoma State at UCF. I got Oklahoma State big. Big. I don't think they're going to blow this. I think they're getting to Arlington. Um... And I think UCF sucks. West Virginia at Oklahoma. West Virginia, sneaky, sneaky, sneaky. Uh, I think they're bowl eligible now, um, but Oklahoma wins. They're pissed off. It's going to be close, but Oklahoma wins. Cincinnati at Houston. Boneheads and me going with Houston. They both suck, but Cincinnati's the worst. Texas at TCU. Would love to see TCU pull off the upset, but it's going to be Texas. By 14, I think. Uh, at least that's my prediction. Boneheads have Texas, 68%. Iowa State at BYU, a after-dark kickoff. 9-15 Central, 8-15 local time. Boneheads going with Iowa State, 73%. I'm going with BYU with the upset at home. Iowa State reeling after a game they lost versus KU that they think they should have won. Um, BYU, incredibly good at home night games. I think BYU gets it done in the mountains. Give me BYU. Michigan at Penn State. Boneheads have Michigan by 73%. I'm going with Michigan as well. I think they're kind of doing the us against the world type of thing right now. 
Uh, and I don't think Penn State's really good. Uh, it'll be a fun atmosphere. I think it's an afternoon game. Um, but I think Michigan wins in a close one. Utah at Washington. Uh, it's going to be Washington. Uh, the clock has hit uh, midnight for Utah. Washington wins, and Washington wins big. The Boneheads have Washington 92%. Tennessee at Missouri. Missouri kind of sticks around with Georgia. Uh, Georgia wins that one. Boneheads have Missouri 62%. I have the Tennessee Volunteers going to Columbia and winning. USC at Oregon. Boneheads have Oregon 81%. I have Oregon as well. I think this is the end for USC. They fired their defensive coordinator. Caleb Williams is talking to his mom after the game. You know, crying in the field. I think USC is washed. They might not win another game this season. I got Oregon. Ole Miss at Georgia. I'm going with Georgia, so are the Boneheads. If I had a lead, I would pick Ole Miss because uh, I think this game's going to be close, but I got Georgia. Old school Florida rivalry, Miami-Florida at Florida State. Boneheads have Florida State, so do I. Florida State's going to be a playoff team. Maryland at Nebraska. I'm going with Maryland. I'm never picking Nebraska ever again. I picked them last week and they lose. Boneheads have Maryland 56%. That was the closest vote of the week. Wyoming at UNLV. UNLV, guys, look up their record. I'm taking UNLV at home. Viva Las Vegas. You're welcome, Boneheads. Wyoming's going to win that. Uh, I kind of got caught up in the moment. Um, So I just gave you guys a game back, but that's okay. Go BYU. Boneheads have Wyoming 90%. And the Boneheads have K-State 97% over Baylor. I have K-State scoring 41. I have Baylor scoring 17. K-State covering the big number. Get right game. Whew. That's all we got. That's all we got. Um, I'll be back tomorrow to talk about K-State basketball. I'm not sure what I'm going to do for Friday. Might try to get a guest conversation. I don't think it's going to be a whip around. I was just I was just a, not asleep at the wheel, but I, I was just away from my home, and I wasn't able to really get anything in the pipeline for a whip around. So we're going to be looking to probably have a conversation with somebody. I don't know yet. But, so we're going to have a Friday conversation. That's all we have. For Chauncey, the best dog in the world, my name's Scott McFarland. We love you guys. Go Cats. Hail to the purple, hail to the white, wildcat in spirit, wildcat in fight, hail alma mater. From sea to sea, onward forever, hail victory. Ba-dum, 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 ba-dum. Fight, UK State Wildcats for alma mater fights. Glory in the combat for the purple and the white. Faithful to our colors. We will ever be a fighting, ever fighting for a wildcat victory. Fight, 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 fight. You can save wildcats for alma mater. Fight, 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 fight. Glory in the combat for the purple and the white. Faithful 
faithful to our colors, we will ever be. Fighting, ever fighting for a wildcat victory. Go state! Podcast Network.